up, Brody? What's up, dude? What you crack? What you cracking open, man? What do you think I'm cracking open? Let's <laughs> talk. Here we go, with the square dangling from it. Nice, refreshing Budweiser Lager <laughs> from the, the streets of St. Louis. E, yeah, absolutely. Shout mm. to Anheuser. It should yeah. be sponsored my ass. Um, bro, why did I just had that thought? Like, I seen the square dangling. Like, they should make a piece where, like, you take the beer can and then, like, a little, like, silicone piece with, like, a little, kind of like a, um, almost like a, like, whatever the bowl, whatever the, like, in the, in the, in the glass piece, whatever the bong, you know the bong. Oh, yes. Whatever the bowl goes into, like, a little silicone piece around the can to where you just put your square in there. It could just dangle as you got your beer can. I know, like, see, like, I don't know. I feel like an ash in there. I mean, I don't. Well, like... the way you had it, like that was chilling. You'd be good. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be good, bro. What's up, man? What's going on? I'm hanging out, man. Hanging out, man. Just thinking of marketing opportunities for you, my guy. You'd be the face. Um, yeah, I've had tons of people tell me I need to get sponsored by them, but like, I don't think I think they frown upon my abuse I put towards their brand. <laughs> <laughs> If anything, it looks like love to me. A little tough love. Yeah, you know. <laughs> maybe, maybe one of these days I'll get I'll get up on there. Listen, man, you marketable. You marketable. That's out. That's outside of like everyone who loves you more than me. Ah oh, man, there's a lot of them out there. <laughs> there's all of them out there. <laughs> it's all good, man. Yeah, yeah. It's all here putting putting you over the 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 the, the top talent. It's what it's what I am, man. I'm top shelf shelf talent. No doubt, man. Main eventer. You come in around WrestleMania time. You get the little. You get the the full timers out the way. Yep. Like edge. Right. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Uh, uh, I'm good, brody. How you feel, man? What's 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 happening your way? Just hanging out, man. Fucking. Kind of busted my knee up a little bit Uh-oh. over the weekend. What you get into another fight at another baby shower? No, <laughs> no baby showers. <laughs> no baby showers. Uh, man, they weren't. They were not prepared for this snow down there in Nashville. Oh yeah, yeah. I seen the video you sent me. Like when I was down there, we didn't get nearly not net or net none of none of that, and they shut down the whole city. So I know they was not ready for what you had. There was a guy over at the house on Friday night saying they hadn't got snow in like three years. Yeah. So that might have been. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Bro, like the fucking the Airbnb, the way the fucking driveway is, you got to go over a hump and then it goes down. Nope. They didn't shovel, plow, none of that nope. shit. That's crazy. Stairs still had snow up all up on them. That's a liability yeah. for us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dang, man. Fucking like we we almost didn't even eat on Friday night. We couldn't even get no fucker Thursday night. We couldn't even get no fucking pizza delivered or nothing. Yeah, we called yeah, this one yeah. gentleman was about to spend a hundred bucks on fucking pizzas, and they uh, called back like ten minutes later. It was like, hey, uh, can you go ahead and sign off on a fucking on a tip because you're outside of our range, but we'll still deliver it to you. But we need a tip first. I'm giving you the hundred. <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, we said nah. <laughs> Beat it, and I hope you started making them already. Yeah, I hope you started making them already too. 
That's crazy. How was the uh, how was the gathering overall, man? I saw you had the the squad out there, man. This is part of the uh, one of the groups, man. Yeah, yeah. This was just a Snapchat group I'm in. <laughs> yeah, I was like, fuck it, let's just get together. Yeah. Wow. Uh, first time meeting all of these fucking people, like, so I was, yeah. I was a little bit nervous that they were gonna be like, whoa. <laughs> like y'all had a separate yeah. group chat like yo what, what, what about this rental guy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know about homie man you see his mustache <laughs> I was worried about it for a little bit but nah dude it was it was awesome That's dope, uh, man. It, was, it was like we all hung out a million times before yeah you know? how'd y'all decide on Nashville cause I imagine like how many of the people who were there live there none none okay so how'd y'all decide on Nashville y'all just uh, just kind of in the middle, I guess, okay. where everybody's from. A little central point, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, no, it was tight. Uh, I slept on the couch. Yeah, both nights. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, man. <laughs> they didn't. They, they didn't give the king no bed, man. No, I had a bed. But the uh, way the shit was set up, like they had one room with just one bed, so we let the girl that booked it. We let her stay there. Oh, okay, like we didn't yeah. let her stay there. She stayed there. And there was two other. There was another room with two beds, and mm. then one room with like five beds, mm. and another one with three. How many people and were there? It would have been me. There was like twelve of us. Okay, because wait, five, eight, ten. So wait, in eleven beds. <laughs> yeah, and the what other one, the, like the ones upstairs, the one that had like five beds and the one that had three beds, they were just singles. They were just twin beds. Mm-hmm. So, like, I was about to be shacking up with two chicks, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna be nice. Because I'd be snoring and hollering. Listen, <laughs> you know I was going to find a way to ask about the night terrors. How they only came out of the last night. They only, <laughs> they only came out in the last night. <laughs> How I did woke up and like, yep, we heard them. We heard the <laughs> we, were, we were terrified. We oh, all hopped in one bad. room. It was just more like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> I would make that the title. I don't know how to spell that shit, but uh, <laughs> damn man, oh damn. Okay, so it wasn't uh, wasn't as bad as it could have been, but they definitely noticed. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. At least they didn't it, kick was, you it, out. Was, it was all good. Like yeah. I had, I actually had to leave a day early mm. because dad had, my dad was watching Junior. Yeah, so, yeah. And he had Texas. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Well, which which part of Texas did he go to? Dallas. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I heard that was actually like the likable part of the state. It these, could be. This these aren't even my words. But like I told my guy what was happening all down here. And uh, he was like, listen, man, I don't know if you remember me telling you this, but, like, I went <laughs> I went to Houston, and I like the people in Dallas more. <laughs> like, you did, huh? You did tell me that. Wow. He went down here, uh, I think, like, two years ago and had a trip to Dallas around the same time, too. And I uh, was like, yeah, night and day, night and day. So uh, I'm not just, not just bitching. <laughs> I ain't front. Listen, I've been doing a lot of bitching. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Last episode kind of got into it, <laughs> dude. I got all the way into it, but well, you know, part of it was like, 
the the bitching part was like the people, right? And what was happening before everything started. And then there was the systemic stuff, the socioeconomic stuff that I'm not going to throw in the bitching category. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But yeah, I've been doing a lot of bitching. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I don't necessarily like it about myself, but you know, it, it, you know, what they say, honesty is the best policy. I'm done though. I'm done. I ain't going, I ain't going to bitch no more. Um, uh, uh, I, I, we're, they they were all pretty bummed. I had to uh, leave when I'm I did. Sure. I'm sure. Yeah, but uh, like, dude, the last night we were there, it was it was fun. Fucking, uh, we went to some fucking, we went to some bar club. It was more of a club, two story deal. You know how I dress. Hey, you was getting all the jukes. They didn't. They didn't have no problem with that, dog. This shit was fucking hilarious. Really. Like, we're upstairs, like, I go downstairs, me and this one girl go outside to go smoke in her car, mm-hmm. and, like, we're gone for, like, 30 minutes, and go back inside, and there's, like, a fucking line, dude, to get upstairs, like, 50 fucking people, and I'm like, fuck. You ain't just tell like, them move, that's your VIP section? Like, yeah, you know, <laughs> then I was just, like, I, like, one of the guys, I was I was in the back of the line, one of the bouncers walked past me, looked at me, he's like, why are you just up there? Yeah, like, so, yeah you're, so you remember me, right? <laughs> he was like, fucked up, dog. <laughs> Damn, he ain't, yeah, he ain't let you like, back. No, he ain't let me back. But, uh, but one of the one of the other girls that was up there was texting me. I was like, where are you at? And I'm like, I'm fucking waiting on this line. Uh, She's like, all right, I'll see dude. what I can do. And like, time goes past. Like These four like Brad, Chad, dad motherfuckers came up to me. Yeah, you don't know me. Dude, they definitely their dad was definitely lawyers. I'm trying to. <laughs> are they coming? Uh, I was like, well, are you waiting in line? I'm like, yeah. I mean, like, I definitely didn't look like I fit up in there. Right. But yeah, I'm waiting in line. I've been here for like about 20 minutes, man. And Set they go and get a drink or something. Yeah. They come back like 10, 15 minutes later. Like, damn, you still in line? I'm like, yep. Like, I told the I was like, yo, if y'all want to cut, go ahead. Go ahead and cut in front of me. Yeah. And I pulled out my clock and I'm like. Nine thirteen, <laughs> and like about five five ten minutes later, a bouncer comes and gets me. Like I said, there's about fifty people in line. Oh and gets yeah, me. yeah. And he goes like this, and he fucking motherfucker gets me out of the back of the line, takes yep. me all the way to the fucking front of that yeah, bench, yeah, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm with him. That's my I'm guy. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm walking up the stairs, just looking. I'm smiling. Like, <laughs> So this bouncer had pull over the other bouncer who had seen you before. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Ew. Hey, man. Why are you waiting? Say, I mean. Your boy. That's your boy. Get your mans. <laughs> yeah. Is he new? <laughs> I mean, they let me cut the whole fucking line. Yeah. Like, Hell yeah. That's the shit, up, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, we were walking back, though, too. Like, we were walking back to the club. I heard, like, a fucking big old pop. Oh shit! Right on Broadway. I'm like, oh fuck, yeah. <laughs> dog. You'll find anything on Broadway. They listen. Options it ain't swarming. It ain't just tourists. Um, it well, high, high key. A lot of it is a tourist. The tourists listen. They come somewhere new and start touristing because they ain't got to live with the. I remember, and not only to slightly change the subject, but just on the vein of that. Right, my first, uh, my first players ball in Carbondale. Um, not to mention, you know what? Let's even rewind it because I was just thinking about players' ball. I remember my mama gave me like a certain sum of cash, right, so I can get my outfit right for players' ball. Now, 
about a week, and it's because I had visited. I had visited the crib like a week before players ball. So I was at I was in I was at the hometown. That's when she hit me with the little sum of cash. You know what I mean? And that same weekend, my dumbass homie got pulled over and went to jail for drag racing. My friend and yours. I think I know who it is. Yeah, you can probably guess. I only like like three people in the fucking city. His dumbass. We was at we was at his dude's crib. We would go to his crib like every weekend. For some reason, like he wasn't even from the hometown, but he was going to the college, and we got tight through whatever, whatever. So we would go to his crib every weekend, and they went on like a liquor run or something and took two cars, and the motherfuckers never came back. <laughs> they was drag racing, bro. They were drag racing. I got that call, a hey, dog, a hey, a hey, dog. I used some of that cash to bail homie out. And because, uh, you know, being a friend, it took a while. I get, I did see it again. I did see it again. And it just the timing of it. Right. Like, how do you like how do you even how was that the timing? Because like and like I was out here like, hey, man, my mama hit me with this cash. Like I wasn't flashing it or nothing. But like, how, drag race. <laughs> right. You know say let me go drag race and fuck this guy's players ball outfit up. Right. But, like, the timing of that is so weird. Like, I get a sum of cash, and then my guy goes to jail for drag racing. I come down here to work slash vacate, and I'm part of a historic fucking <laughs> moment of, of personal and socioeconomic crisis. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, so players ball comes, and a couple of my homies, uh, my roommate, and, uh, and, you know, he's from a city where, like, a few of his guys, we all went to college together. So a few of their guys came down to visit, like four or five of them. And players ball ended. I got my fit right. I put something together. You know what I'm saying? I put something together. You know what I mean? So whatever. But players ball ended. And I don't know if – I don't know what homie was mad at. <laughs> I don't know why homie was mad. But we was all in the parking lot of my building that I lived in. And he is like wilding out, yelling breaking shit pissing on things like bu- <laughs> like bugging dog it's 2 30 in the morning i'm here like people come out the window shut the fuck up let me nigga, you shut the fuck i'm like yo so you know me like i'm chilling and i'm chilling i'm chilling until i'm not chilling yeah. i fucking spaz on this dude i don't know him i can afford it i don't give a fuck about our relationship I spaz on Duke and and just whatever. I walk off. Me and my roommate walk off. Um, We just walk off. We just take a little walk. We hit the block, bro. We hit one left, hit that right. The red and blues, bro. The, the, The fuzz was on the way to the building as we're walking away. Like, the timing is, it was crazy. Adios. All right, listen, I don't, to this day, I don't know what happened. <laughs> I stay my ass. I stay my ass out of there. But yeah, just to get back to your story, cats be out of town. They come to Broadway Street, in Nashville, and shit goes fucking nuts. I mean, yeah, I heard that pop, and I'm like, I'm, I'm hugging the wall. Do you e. know, like, <laughs> e. yeah. I mean, I like I looked it up, and like I didn't ever see anything that happened. I mean, it was right on the corner that we just came from. Yeah, but 
I don't know, maybe a car backfired or something. I don't know. <laughs> but all the cops were around. Because <laughs> they just had that fucking that RV explosion. Oh, yeah, they Christmas, did. Yeah, know? they did. I forgot about that. So I think I everybody did. I forgot about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, shit, you remember the, uh, I forget what the Dave Chappelle special, but fucking nowadays, you know, one thing happens this week. We can't yeah. we can't think about it because we can't sit and feel it because something happened the next week, and then the next week and the next week. You know what I mean? So, I think he used the uh, the Challenger explosion as like an analogy yeah. for that. Yeah, nineteen eighty six. I always felt like weirdly connected to that Challenger explosion because, well, it was a couple of years before I was born, so it's not like I was like you know, but there. right. You know what I'm saying? I remember though. I was watching, I was young, dude. I was watching a documentary about it with my mom, actually. And she was hitting me with, like, all the facts. Like, she went in depth more than the documentary did. And so, whenever it's brought up, I just got, like, weird tingly sensations about, you know, the teacher. And just, I don't remember none of the facts. I just remember being in that moment. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't remember none of the facts. But just being in that moment. Uh, but I digress, man. Uh, but oh, I'm glad you enjoyed yourself, man. I'm glad you enjoyed yourself. Uh, I'm sure that bouncer got fired. For, no, like, no, like, because, like, I mean, I mean, I was probably dressed the coolest out of any mother motherfucker up in there. I mean, listen, you know, nine nine point nine out of ten times, you're gonna be that guy. Yeah, like yeah. everybody knows me. Like, <laughs> I was wearing my best, and like. Yeah, just me, like, yeah. you know, like, cause when I got back up there, like, they were all talking to me and shit, like, oh, you, you're back. Right, yeah. right, right, right. Oh, uh, yeah, me. me. Back up in here. <laughs> right, 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 tip him and fire the other guy. That's crazy. It was, it was, dude, it was, like, man, like, some people, like, just never, like, see things or, like, <clears throat> they've never had to, like, they've never, like, seen, like, a bar fight. Like, mm-hmm. I was talking to one of the chicks that I was with, like, she was about to go down. Yeah. And like she wasn't even like I put my arm to like push her back. She's like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "You don't see like you don't feel that <laughs> you don't yeah, feel like, that vibe." Yeah, you, yeah. <laughs> you don't feel like, the energy changing, Shorty. I'm like, I guess it's tight that you've never experienced that, but like rock with somebody who has, so I can save you real quick. Yeah, like, come on, wake up. <laughs> <laughs> he told me, "Wake your ass." <laughs> Damn! So it was. It, it got. It got cracking in there. It was about to. They settled it down. They settled it down. So you yeah, said it, it was down. a. It was a club atmosphere. Yeah, was, I think it was like underground. Okay, describe. <laughs> describe the people who were about to get in the fight. What they look like? You already know. What they look like? What you already know. Brad Tad Chad. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I I was wondering. The reason I asked. Is I was wondering what the lighting situation was like. How well how well lit was the room? It was not lit. It was not lit at all. Okay, yeah. Like we walk in the first floor, like they've got like tarps, and like you gotta go through these tarps to get mm, up in there. Okay, that's where a lot of fights be happening, man. Like if it's a well lit room, and that's just gonna happen. You gotta really earn that fight. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You gotta earn yeah, it. Bathroom. But. Exactly. Like homie from OU who got his shit rocked. <laughs> got his shit rocked, rocked. Uh I wish I had seen what happened before because the part I saw, the dude already had a bloody nose, but he was like chilling, like, okay, you bloody my nose. But I don't know. I don't know what happened before that. But yeah, homie got his shit uh uh binked. <laughs> bink bink. 
But yeah, it, it wasn't. All the fights come from rooms that don't be lit too well. If it's Bro, dark, we were walking out. We were leaving, and like this kid comes in. I'm walking past him. Like he goes like this to me, mm. like just like a joking way. So I turn around and go. <laughs> <laughs> you was ready for that. So what you do that for? He's like, what the fuck did you do it to me for? <laughs> I'm getting you back. <laughs> Bro, I'm standing outside smoking a cigarette. Like, my cigarette was, like, halfway done. Uh, this is right after we get outside. They tossed this motherfucker up out of oh there. Oh, my God. <laughs> See? See? Then he comes trying to talk to me like he's all cool and shit. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, you ain't seen him just get Jazzy Jeffed outside the fucking <laughs> Motherfucker's wild. No, you can't just talk to the dude who got Jazzy Jeffed. Like, no, homie gotta just leave. He just gotta leave. <laughs> You can't be ever having conversations after you. Uh-uh. <laughs> How's your night? How's your night, bro? Uh-uh, Hell it's about nah, to get a whole man. lot worse for you, bub. I'm trying to tell you, bro. <laughs> it don't make no sense, man. You take alcohol, sexual tension, the reason most guys go out, and then darknesses. No. Nope. Darknesses. No. Nope. You asking for the smoke. You asking for the smoke, dog. Mm. Mm. It was a good ass time, though. I was about to say, it sounds like it. It sounds like you had a ball. So, um, we had to be inside. Like, I guess the neighbors called the cops on us or called the people at the Airbnb the night before. <laughs> That's trash. That was wild. We were, like that. We were outside uh, in the hot tub. We okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like, motherfucker. Like, the next night we had to be inside by 10 o'clock. Oh, they put the, <laughs> they put the curfew on you. Not ten oh one, not ten thirty six. Damn, yeah, that's trash. Like, it was it was cool though. It was that's fun. Up, I mean, man. next time they'll like definitely get a fucking place that's more secluded, I guess, because this is like yeah. ten minutes from downtown. It's okay. like a residential neighborhood. Yeah, 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 yeah. How was it? Couch comfy though. Yeah, it was decent. Yeah, nice, nice. I mean, it's yeah. at least it's the least you could ask for. I mean, no, and everybody's cool. <laughs> if not a bed. Oh, they were good. You know what? I was actually thinking I wasn't going to ask because, you know, you know how sleep get. <laughs> I was awake when I was ripping these. <laughs> I was like, I woke up early as fuck on Friday morning. Oh, man. And the, and the, one of the other girls, uh, she was up too. Like, she had to do, like, some, some shit for work. Yeah. Like, it was just us up. And, like, I'm supposed to, like, lay down on the couch. And, like, I fucking... <laughs> I'll just say, fuck it. Like, it's the first time I've ever met these motherfuckers. Like, Yo. I'm about to know how I am. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just start laughing. Yeah, yeah. Bro. I said, I- I'll tuck that one up underneath the blanket. I'll try to keep that one for <laughs> You know, me and you talked about this a little bit off air last week about, like, you know, again, everything is wrestling, right? And so we have our natural roles of who we are. But there's a certain, there's a very, very small, small bit of kayfabe, you know what I mean, as to what our roles are. But your presentation on social media, again, you being who you are, and I can vouch for it. Like I say, we've been on here, we've known each other for 17 years. You being who you are lets you get away with so much shit. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, the way like the way we present ourselves even on this platform, right? The podcast is one thing, but the people who watch your shotgun Sunday videos, if I try to rip asshole like you did, 
They're looking at me fucking crazy. <laughs> they look at you, oh, that's just Ren. That's just what he does. Oh, that's Ren. That's Ren, hi. That's just what he does. Don't even trip. Like she gave me this look like, I can tell she's about to start whacking. <laughs> <laughs> right. I walk in with a pair of fucking chinos and the tightest V-neck ever. Busting holes through my trousers? No. They, listen, I'm getting kicked off the island ASAP. ASAP. Oh, fuck. That's great. I'm not mad. I'm not mad. See? I don't know. Test I ain't mad. Waters, you know? <laughs> yep. And they, they, they were telling me, too, on Friday. I was like, yeah, like, dress nice. Like, we're about to go out to eat. <laughs> oh, should I wear my black vest? <laughs> Oh, man, I just wore my long sleeve. Like, <laughs> I just wore long like, sleeves. That's funny like, as shit. It's this, this death metal band, like, says, like, tortured hole on the front of it. <clears throat> Torture hole? Tortured. Oh, oh, no, pardon me. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> it's got, like, dude, it's got, like, dead motherfuckers, like, wrapped up in, like, cellophane, like, on the back, like, all bloody and shit, like. Okay. Yeah, we went out to eat. <laughs> Where did y'all go? That was so nice that you pulled out the special tortured hole vest. <laughs> it was like a steak and seafood place. Oh like. uh, shit! <laughs> Mids. It was straight. It's all right. Niggas ain't had no popcorn <laughs> shrimp, but it's alright. Oh <laughs> uh, fuck! Damn, no, that's funny. That's funny. I'm glad you enjoyed yourself, man. Yeah, man. It was tight. No doubt. Can't wait for the next one. No doubt, man. I, uh, so while I've been hanging out, um, I, you ever watch, uh, it just started. I didn't see the newest episodes. Only two episodes deep. You've been watching Young Rock? Mm-mm. I've been meaning to. It's, um, so the premise is, you know, The Rock is in the future, <clears throat> and, uh, he's doing like a tell-all interview as he's about to prepare for running for president. Now, <laughs> this 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 show is so, and, and he's also telling stories about like his real life. This show, this TV show, if anything in the world is everything is wrestling, it's this show. Because, I don't even know which, which side to start in. Let's outside of the show, people are getting it confused that The Rock is going to run for president. He's talked about it. He has talked about it. Yeah. But they're getting it confused as if, like, he's going on the ticket. And so let's just take that premise, right? Let's just say he does. This show is the perfect way of avoiding any potential scandals that could come with him. Running for president. Putting it all out there. He's getting to it first. Yeah. Apparently in the newest episode, he talked about like whooping a, a teenager's ass in the 80s because Duke said wrestling was fake. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> but like if he does end up running for president. Like he's cutting out any of the scandals beforehand, which is brilliant. <laughs> I can't like that's that's kind of brilliant. And then, and let's say, let's say he wasn't even thinking about it. 
now that he's put into the air as this is, you know, the premise of the show, he can get a gauge for how he'll do. And now, I mean, shit, at this point, <laughs> I got a few more years. To be, you all right? You good? Junior Wildin? Like, like father, like son. <laughs> but at this point, considering how we fucking like determined our presidents, I got a few years till I'm eligible. Listen, me and you could get on this ticket and rock and roll this shit. Actually, high key, I'd have to be your VP. We know that already. Bro, they don't want me. Listen, they don't want me to be the president. I think they do want you to be the president, dog. <laughs> Oh man! I think, think they the do. Sundays at the White House, Brad. Brad, I think they want you to be president. I think they do. I think. Listen, listen. President is the only job that like you don't have to like have a resume for. Any other job in the world, you gotta have like references. And shit, you gotta have a resume. You just throw your name on the ballot. Kanye West got votes. Dude, I guarantee I'd get votes. You would get mad mad votes just because of the fucking groups you're in from Facebook. You would at least get mad votes, right? Fucking CNN, like, and Big Ren comes in at 4%. Fuck is this? Like, nigga, the fucking Tiger King tried to be president. Say it again. My life would be complete. I'm saying, bro. (laughs) Fucking Tiger King tried to be president. Like, I remember. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Fuck, bro! That so. motherfucker thought he's gonna get pardoned. He, <laughs> he has most weight on him, bro. I heard that shit too. Yeah, I heard that shit too. But this, <laughs> this young rock show, right? So again, it's chronicling his life. Now, as a wrestling fan, I'm interested, right? Now, I told you about my little past issues with the Rock, um, <laughs> which. He'd be super Republican. He'd he would be a Republican. I no. He listen for one. The shit he said about Byron Saxon being some black guy on TV. That's some Republican shit to say. <laughs> I think he said he was going to vote for Biden. Uh well, listen. You can't come out. I and, things change, but yeah. And listen, you being a high level celebrity, you can't come out and just say I'm voting for Duke. But well, some. But look what look what happened to him. And plus, if you remember back in 2000, he appeared. Now again, you could put this on like you know business shit. Representing well, shit, representing WWF, but he appeared at the 2000 Republican National Convention. Hmm. Um, plus, he's a super rich black dude. Like, eh, it wouldn't be so far fetched. <laughs> Charles Barkley. <laughs> it wouldn't be so far fetched. Um, anyway, but as far as the show goes, right? As a fan of the art form, I'm interested because of the stories. But also, and this is, I shouldn't even say this is an issue, but like a, but as like a wrestling fan who is like kind of protective of the, the, the art form to quote unquote outsiders. Right. So like I told you, I watched the rumble with a lady. Right. Or if I'll watch certain shows with non fans, like I'm much more vocal if someone's with me, like I'm selling it. Well, not even that. But I'm selling it myself. Like, clearly, like, Test slapped his leg when he booted the untaken face. But I'm like, oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm kind of selling it, right? This show, and even subsequent, not subsequent, but, like, past videos, 
where The Rock would talk about his career, he would like kind of give the game away a little bit. Like he mentioned the words "the hard camera." Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Like you see a disgust. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So like the first, the first, sh- the first episode, he uh he's in a crowd with his mom. And his dad's in a match, and his dad, you know, is over. And he says, oh, wow, dad is so over. And I'm like, oh. You know better than this. You know better than this. Wayne. Like, you you giving away the game right now. Like, you're not supposed to, you're not supposed to give away the tricks. So Ain't nothing sacred no more. I'm saying. Now, again, we all know it's, some say fake. I hate the word fake. It is a scripted art form, Right. However, just because you know it's a certain thing, that don't mean you know how the donuts get made. Yeah. So I'm a little, on one hand, I'm a little like, ah, Dwayne, don't sell us out like this. On the other hand, I could totally see this as a way to normalize the art form for outsiders as far as bringing in new faces, bringing in new fans. I don't know how I feel about it though. How do you how do you feel about it? Oh fuck all that. <laughs> like, yeah. It was like back in high school, like riding around. Mm-hmm. You know, I was always blasting three six mafia and project right. pet and shit like that. There's one of our friends, he lived out there in Denville West, he lived mm-hmm. next to our other friend, you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. You know, he always talks shit about their beats. Oh, they're all the same. Get the fuck out of my car. Uh-huh. <laughs> Get out of my car. Yeah, yeah. It's not all the same. Is it? It's fucking real to me. <laughs> it do. It is, right? This is We're 100 plus episodes deep. It's still real to us, right? So, am I being like, I gotta say we, are we being the, uh, the, I listened to that band first and now you guys only like them because they're popular type fan? Are we, are we trash? We're trash, aren't we? We're trash. Damn. Damn. No, nah, no, we're not because like, I mean... These motherfuckers might just watch it for an episode, but like, eh. Mm-hmm. I hope y'all are like, eh, don't watch it again. Because <laughs> 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 we even sat here and talked about how, like, we don't even really like other wrestling fans because they're fucking dweebs about things sometimes. Yeah. Like, <sighs> I can't help but feel like I'm really being that guy. That, like, like I, my favorite rapper is Sky Zoo. I've been listening to Sky Zoo since 2006 15 years right now if sky zoo just hopped and got 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 that hit single and he's the hottest thing in the world you gonna I, be salty? I, well i i can't say either way but i could say that i would be whack if i was salty yeah but still like i'll be whack <laughs> like, i know i'll fucking be whack dude i'll be that dickhead yeah. Like, I won't say nothing, but I'll, just be, I'll still be thinking in my head, like, looking over, like, across the way, like, motherfucker, I, I know you're not going to be listening to this shit tomorrow, or you the know next what? day, or the next day. I'm glad you said that. I think that's where it is. I think it's not, and I can't it's believe I'm about flavor that. the flavor of the week for us. That's what it is. I think it's not so much that we want to be like, ah, oh, I've been listening to that guy forever, right? I think it's like more so... 
it's the lifestyle, it's the way of life, and I think it's us realizing that anybody who and just say it even away from like the art form, but just even music. People like we people always do with like music. If a rapper dies, it's always oh yeah, I didn't know there were so many and enough fans. Um, and that's even kind of bleak too. Let's take it away from death. But let's just say somebody just hits the hot single, and I've been listening for these amount of years. It's not so much that I want to just keep it away from everybody as much as is the emotional investment we've put in that emotional investment. We know the album cuts and y'all hopped in on this bum single and you only love it because it's hot. Bro, there was there was so many times our bro and his little bro, mm-hmm. he'd be like, you're not listening to this because I listen to this. <laughs> so you can't listen to this. Because I listen to it. This and is it's, it's kind of weak. It's kind of weak. That's a really thin balance, a really interesting line to travel across of wanting your favorites to get the shine that you feel they deserve. But not from some shithead. And, yeah, and then, like, what do you do when they get it, right? We t- I've, I mentioned it with the Warriors. Like, the, that was my, my analogy with the Warriors. They love you on your way to the top. But only on the way to the top. Put out that one bum ass album and a lot of motherfuckers <laughs> ship. Or once you finally get to the top, like now that you're on top, all they want to see is you fall back down. You know what I mean? And using the Warriors as that analogy, all they did was they did the one thing that everybody said a team should do, which was just draft right. And then they got to the top, and the guys was like, "Uh, nigga, you smell like French fries." <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So with any with any art form, it's like oh, they're just doing what they were supposed to do, and then yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, there's there's different types of fans though, right? You know, there's the, there's the fans that are there for the day, or fans that are there for the week, fans that are there for the month, there's fans right. that are there for the lifetime. I feel you. I wonder. You know what I wonder now? We're talking about it because we're talking about it with within this context of being a fan of the art form. I, I wonder what it was like for now. I was nine and ten. We're not. We're nine and ten years old, right? I don't think we had the same level of of uh, conceit in our fandom. I would hope not. But like, think of the guy who was thirty, thirty two back in ninety seven, and then the Attitude Era pops, and it's hot and it's everywhere. It's everywhere. Like, so I've been wearing that, these shirts for so long, and I've been getting made fun of. Yeah, like, does that feel? Like yeah. Like is and that now and now right now it's cool because like suck it right does that feel? Bro, I mean, I had a vest in high school. <laughs> Facts. Facts. Y'all was listen. Yeah, you 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 are not new to this. You Look true to now. this guy, my guy. Yeah. Wow. I mean, wow. It took over ten years. <laughs> but, <I> mean, <laughs> and yeah, I mean, I stopped wearing one for a long ass time. Yeah. I didn't have one for a long ass time. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, we'd get made fun of on the regs. Listen, we still wear that shit. But I mean, I mean, like one of the other homies, I was wearing like tight pants. I was about to mention the pants. Listen, man. Listen, what they call it? A moose knuckle? <laughs> Is that what they call it? Holy shit, bro! It's a certain level of intimacy that you just you don't want to pay the price of admission. <laughs> Bro, they have to wear those fucking pants underneath their regular school pants. Shit. <laughs> 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 parents mm. find out. Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh uh. No. Regular pants on. <laughs> no. 
That's crazy. Yeah, man. Yeah, wow. Yeah, I remember them days, man, watching y'all. Well, you didn't skateboard like that, but watching the squad skateboard. And I'm just, uh uh-huh, black friend. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, uh, You ain't lying. You ain't lying, man. Um you been watching any other any other TV? There's another TV I wanted to mention. But I wanted to see if you was been watching anything. I've, I've got HBO Max now. Mm. I tried Wazer Wazer Wolf. Yeah. It's just like, dude, it's so bare bones. It's silly as shit. It like, <laughs> like there's like, there's nothing in the background. God no, damn it. Like, there's not. <laughs> there's not. Like, I need- I need something just a little bit more. I'm going to have to give it another shot. Yeah. Because like I, I only watched one episode. Yeah. I did watch all four seasons of Metalocalypse. I mean, they're only 10-minute episodes. Started on what? Saturday, finished what? yesterday. Nice, nice, nice. I never watched that show, but I, I just remember it being hot. The, yeah. the artwork on there is super tight. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's, just, it's just funny. Like, I don't know. It's brutal. It's funny. Um fuck else uh you see that new mortal Kombat trailer i actually haven't even watched the trailer yet like i remember you mentioned it asking for the miz to put <laughs> johnny miz dude listen y'all heard it here first three years ago stop playing yep. stop playing i uh I, you have briefly mentioned it last week that the trailer came out and then like i saw it everywhere mortal Kombat trailer mortal Kombat. Trailer. i still never watched it but um, yeah, everywhere on my like on my media. You said what? It looks like a B movie. Word word. I like B movies. So. I'm, listen, I'm not mad. I watched uh, I watched. Did you ever see Money Talks? Oh yeah. I watched Money Talks for the first time in like, I'm talking, at least fifteen twenty years. Still hitting. It feels like you remember like. In like 1994, you turn it to HBO. You get like the HBO preview for the weekend, and you would see all the movies that you would only see on HBO or the straight to VHS joints that your auntie would have that you never heard of. <laughs> it felt like one of those. <laughs> it felt straight up like one of those. I didn't realize. Oh, well, it's not a bad thing. I didn't realize it's like. It's one of those fucking like race and class comedies, like big time, bro. With thirty two year old eyes, back in ninety seven when I was ten, I just thought it was funny that Chris Tucker is at this fucking mansion talking about how about some Colt forty five. Like I thought that was just the shit. There's so much subtext to that, though. <laughs> so much subtext. I didn't even realize for the longest that Charlie Sheen set him up at the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, where I've been at? See? Where I've been? Go back and watch these type of things. Yeah. To see what you missed. See what you missed. Heather Locklear, though. Yeah. Thumbs up. Yeah. 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 Big watch, thumbs. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> that was the okay signal. It was nothing crazy. <laughs> we nothing did just crazy. have a new fucking show come back on TV this week. Bruh. Bruh, 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 bruh. As of today, man, my man, Franklin Saint. That's as of today, so it hasn't. It's probably it probably just got off the air now. Um, 
Yeah, it's already recorded. Oh, it's, I mean, it'll be on uh, Hulu tomorrow. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate telling the listeners that we don't record uh, on the day it drops, which of course not. But uh, as of our recording, uh, yeah, Snowfall just went off uh, a couple hours ago. My man Franklin Saint is back. <laughs> mm. Like after, I, I completely forgot what happened. Like not at the at last episode of last season, but the episode before. So like whenever I watched it again, like I completely forgot what was even about to fucking happen. Oh really? Really? See, I was kind of confused about the last episode a little bit because I couldn't tell if it was how much how much of it was flashback versus toward the future. It kind of confused me. Like they slipped it. Like they made it mesh really well. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, and I thought it was all like uh, I mean I thought it was all just a dream. Right. Right. Oh. Right. They've got a lot of episodes like that in The Sopranos. Okay, okay. I'm after, I, that's on my HBO Max list. That's on my HBO Max list. I'm gonna have to they check got, they that got out. Down on there too. Do they? Okay, okay. I gotta catch uh, Judas and the Black Messiah as well. Yeah, that's, that's on. Man to check out too. That's on my list. Uh, HBO Max got it, man. They got all the juice. They got all the juice. They're getting Netflix out of here, Hulu out of here. Um, not with just. And not even with just, like, their extensive, extensive library, but the fact that they cut the deals with, like, the movie studios to, I mean... there for a month. Yeah, movie studio or movie theaters are suffering, so they was like, yo, fuck it, man. (laughs) Rock with us. Roll with us real quick. Godzilla movie looks fucking tight. Okay, I didn't even see that, yeah. Okay. Godzilla vs. Kong. Hey, uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> this is gonna be a wild ass movie. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Over the top, like yeah. CGI, like fucking goddamn dinosaur fighting a fucking big old gorilla dude. <laughs> Hell yeah, go. Word. I seen it. I you know what? I did see a few clips of that. It. I immediately thought of uh, Rampage. I, I need to watch that too. It's on there. Yeah. I immediately thought of Rampage. Um, that was decent. I used to love that game in the, in the yeah. arcades. Yeah, man. Um, speaking of Hulu and this question I'm going to ask, um, it might throw you for a little bit, just a little bit, but it won't, it won't throw you too hard. You, you solid. So speaking of Hulu, Ren, have you ever liked watch your homies parent and you'd be like, uh, like question their decisions. What do you mean? I know it spun you a little bit, right? Like- just, I want to see. I want to see where you're going now before I tell you where I'm at. I mean, like, <laughs> like, like the shit they do at the crib, or sure. like, sure. I don't know. I mean, like, back in the day, like, you just never really thought about those type of things. Yeah. Really, like, I don't know. I didn't at least. You know, I. I mean, you know, I think about certain things a little too much. What I was getting at, though, specifically, so I binge-watched Atlanta. You ever watch Atlanta? I think we talked about it. I binge-watched Atlanta, and there was a specific episode. It was a flashback episode where, and now to answer your question, I've never really, like, questioned a certain decision, right? Nothing like that. Um, I may have, like, looked at my own, like, yo, you didn't have to body slam your son. He just spilled the milk, right? Like, that's a little too... It was a little too aggressive a punishment. Um, but it was a certain episode, and <clears throat> the the main character, so again, it was a flashback episode. So the main character, he's been middle school. He's like 12, 13 years old. 
and he's at like Marshall's with his mom and he sees his FUBU shirt. He's like, ma, ma, let me get that FUBU shirt. And, and I don't want to like, well, I'll, I'll be spoiling one episode of the 21 for you. There's only 21 episodes? There's only two seasons, yeah. Oh, no shit, okay. Yep. And so uh, she buys him the shirt, right? So he's like, bet, we're about to kill him tomorrow. So he goes to school, he's wearing the shirt. And then he goes in the, goes in the classroom, takes his jacket off. One of the dudes like, oh, look at homie Earn with the shirt. Ah, killing him. Ah. And then another student comes in with the same FUBU shirt. Only there's only there's slight differences. There's a, he got a patch. He's got a like a, either an extra stripe or not or only one stripe on the sleeves. Either way, so they instantly that's where they instantly go. <laughs> instantly, I'm dying. You said <laughs> so they instantly start going. Oh, somebody wearing fake Fubu. Oh, somebody wearing that Phoebe. Instantly, right. So it's like a whole fucking thing. It's a thing. And then he goes, the main character, as a, as a 12-year-old, he talks to his, his friend, his friend who was white. And it matters in this context. And he goes to his friend. He tells him what's going on. He's like, listen, man, about this shirt. Devin came in with this shirt. If they, I mean, you know, whatever. If Listen, man, if, if they find out mine's fake, if mine's fake, and then... His friend was like, I don't really see what the big deal is. I've worn this t Well, he's like, I don't see what the big deal is. I've worn this t-shirt twice this week. Shrugged his shoulders and just walked off, right? So there's that cultural aspect of it, which I hadn't even, uh, of course, thought about, but didn't lead to my questioning. But then, so the day goes on. And I'll, a little side story in the episode at the beginning of the episode. So they're all on the school bus. And you know how, you know, if you got one window open, you throw something out the window, it might come in the other window, right? So another student was riding down, was riding, he had his yogurt. He threw the yogurt out the window. The yogurt came in, hit another student in the face. Homie stood up, yo, who threw that? Who did that? Who threw the yogurt? This little bitch ass student, he points at the person. He completely snitched this dude out. He stood up, took a step, pointed at him, right? So homie walks up. He's like, yo, you threw that? You threw that? And the was like, yo, I'm sorry. Like, I didn't mean to do it. I'm sorry. Like, I didn't mean to do it. He goes, punches him in the head. Punched him in the head so hard. <laughs> this is not funny. <laughs> he punched, punched him in the head so hard that. His head hit the window, so he got it. He got it both ways. It's not funny. He puts his hood on, and then he just goes to school. So anyway, uh, the main character's cousin, who was the main character as well in, in present times, he basically, you know, he's, he's slick talking dude. The way he carries himself, people are just gonna listen to him. He basically takes the heat off of homie, who clearly has the fake shirt. They put the heat on the other kid. And so he gets, they roasting him the rest of the day. The rest of the day they're roasting this man. Gets on the school bus, goes home. The next day, school starts. 
And the principal comes into the classroom and says, hey, guys, uh, I want to talk to you about something really serious. Uh, your classmate, Devin, committed suicide last night. Right. He's like, turns out, you know, his parents were going through a divorce. He's taking it really hard. And then, you know, of course, the shit with the shirt because it wasn't going to just be one day. So I was thinking about myself as a parent in 26 years. Right. Bootlegs. No, well, right, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The, the, the bootleg thing, the wanting to make sure my kid has his hair cut. You know what I'm saying? He got to have the cut. (laughs) And even on the other end, the kid who got punched in the head, right? I've never thought about, now I wasn't, now I wasn't bullied growing up. I I, I wasn't, I wasn't a cool kid. I wasn't a tough guy. I just wasn't bullied growing up. Um, When I was like like a kindergarten, first grader, I had a big ass head. I grew into my head. I used to get picked on a little bit about that. I was never bullied, right? I can't imagine like the parent of the child who gets bullied. You got a you at the crib, you trying to make a way for the family and then your son and your daughter comes home and it's like with a black eye or like I can't picture that. Get in the truck where they live. Yeah, right? And this will sound how it sounds, but like I'm sure everyone wants the child who's like the cool popular kid right not everyone gets that child through no fault of anyone just how how the dice rolls i can't imagine being in those shoes so i wondered because i thought about myself and how i want my kid to have his hair cut and i would like my child to be popular and, and educated and all of these things sometimes i've wondered well within that moment i wondered how as far as parenting goes how much of is it how much of it is you know for the betterment of the kid for the protection of the kid giving their kid the life that they didn't have and how much of it is just making sure you look good as a parent <laughs> I feel like a lot of it is B <laughs> <laughs> right. like you fucking take your kid to like baseball practice or some shit and like they're just not doing well out there and like yeah. all the other parents like looking at you like the fucker yeah, looking at me. Like, right? <laughs> Do better, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like Wake the fuck up. <laughs> I remember this is probably like a year and a half ago. I remember talking to my guy and his son, he he he, he we were talking, he told me like his son um had talked to him one day about like he just felt like he, his daddy was a little extra hard on him. And I talked to him about it. now. I, now listen, my uh, I've told you my philosophy. My philosophy is we're all parents. We're all babies. Some of us just actually own children, right? Yeah. It doesn't really sit well with everyone. But advice is advice. All advice is is a way to build up someone into being a better person. I just whatever. Anyway, no, I don't have children, but like I deal with people, 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 people. So I kind of talked to him about like you know not. Being mindful of of everything. Like it doesn't matter how your day is going. You have to assess that moment, right? 
Like, you might have stubbed your toe. You might have caught your belt loop on the door. Because I know if I catch a belt loop on the door, I want to rip everything in half. <laughs> right? You can't put that on someone that has nothing to do with you and, and nothing to do with that moment. You know what I'm saying? Assessing it right. But we came to the conclusion that, you know, some of how he disciplines was a matter of him trying to make sure he put a product out into the world that reflected him as a parent. And again, now that's, you know, again, I say we're all parents, but also that's not something I necessarily have to deal with directly. Um, But I do got to put product out into the world that reflects me as a fucking position that I'm in work-wise. Where's my shit, son, again? (laughs) Right, right, right. Making me look bad, you know what I'm saying? Um, And that's not even considering the nuances of, you know, whose eyes are on who who's making these decisions and who these people are. I mean, that's not even concerning those nuances. Um, but yeah, I know I asked that broad question to ask, you know, just to define the, the bigger point, but it's just something I wondered, right? Like how much of me want to make sure my son has a dope haircut and make sure his haircut is right. Is a matter of his protection, his betterment, or just making me look good as a good black father. Well, I'd be like, I know like, I mean, I know they're, like, not specifically, but, like, there was always, like, some kid at school, you'd be like, damn, I wonder what the fuck's going on at his house. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, you never really know. You never know. You know? You never and, know. Like, straight up, dude, this was this was in middle school. Yeah. And we had you know, we had to share walkers. Mm, I never had to share one. I, got, I was lucky that way, but go ahead. Yeah, you were lucky. Yeah. Well... I didn't get to pick it paired up with anybody, uh, so I uh. I got paired up with this kid. Oh man, I don't remember. I, I don't remember his name. Like I said, this was like sixth grade. Yeah, I had called out of the nurse nurse's office. They got to check oh, me for lice, bro. Damn. You know, uh. kid, kid comes back in. Room is like, oh, I get to go home. Oh, <laughs> chingao, eh? <Yeah>. Big time. <laughs> I didn't have it. Just, out there, I didn't have it. I didn't catch the lights. Damn. But, but yeah, dude. Wow, that's crazy. See, see, nope. That's why you gotta be nice to people all the time. You never know what's going on in their house. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's real. That's real. Wow. You know, we we talked about. Listen, every decision is a reflection of somebody else's decision. You know what I mean? So they 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 picked on Devin for having fake Phoebe. When his shit was actually real, he went home and that was his last night breathing. He had other shit he was dealing with. You, you know what I'm saying? Know. You never know. You never, you never know, dog. Wow, they tried to hit you with the lease. Say. No. <laughs> they said you had the lease. Say. Like I'm arriving assholes. Like what's like what like? What's like oh, we can't really say what, what it's about. Like, we can't. <laughs> What? Making it in my head, like. Wait, 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 wait. They got their fingers all in your hair, but can't tell you why. No, nope. yeah. nah, no. Imagine telling that story. You get home, <laughs> Daddy. Been <laughs> <Daddy. laughs> showering. <laughs> Damn, that's crazy. You washed your hair right. What the fuck? That's we rough. Got soap. That's rough. Oh man, that is rough. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. When we're still doing this podcast in 26 years, um, 
yeah, I'll see how my four-year-old is handling these things. <laughs> my four-year-old firstborn <laughs> with his super Man. dope haircut. Uh, with his Phoebe, yep. Damn, dude. Lovely. You want to get started, man? Uh, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was going to say, like, dog, I feel like that shit happened on the regs, too, back in hmm. our school, because you know we had those little corner stores. Bruh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And we, had the, we had the bootleg down there on Chandler Street, you know. <laughs> no <house>. doubt. No <laughs> doubt. No doubt. That You know what? Was that ever something... I had talked to my homegirl about it, and more so um, the aspect of, you know, the, the white student who's like, I don't see what the big deal is. Was that something you ever really had to worry about the same way? I mean, like, I've been dressing the same, you know, mm-hmm. for, like, most of my life. Yeah. And, like, I mean, I, I'm sure I wore, like, the same pants to school, like, a couple days. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Road. You know, if they weren't fucked up, shit, why right. not? Right, 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 right. So it wasn't something you had to overtly deal with as far as nobody was about to fuck with you because your, your fat farm jacket had an F in it. I remember, like, I remember one time a motherfucker tried to say I had some like some grease stains on my shirt. And I'm sure uh-huh. I did. It's <laughs> <laughs> hot as fuck on the regs too, so fuck I, him. I'm sure I did. <laughs> Damn, man. I never really, really had to deal with that because as a, a black student in majority white classes, I had way other shit to deal with. <laughs> Um, but yeah, you know, I, I had the, uh, I mean, my shit didn't say FUBU, so it wasn't exactly a Phoebe, but, um, yeah, I don't know, man. Huh. 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 I'll be damned. It's tough. It's tough out there, you know? Yeah. Especially when there's a camera everywhere and everything is for likes and everything is fucking, yeah. Yeah. Like we had it easy, like, I feel like, compared to, like, if you want to talk about, like, all that, like, type of shit, like, social yeah. media and shit, like, that shit really wasn't that big when we were in high school. Or in school Not at like, all. You know? no. so, I got a MySpace as a senior in high school. Yeah. A MySpace as a senior in high school. Facebook was only for college students when I got a Facebook. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I can't imagine being 14 with an IG page worrying about likes and followers. Yeah. When in your development, all you're worried about is how much people like you. And we had to deal with that without fucking smartphones and follower accounts. So I can't being imagine left be, being left on red. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, I look like I'm shooting a DM. I'm 16 and shorty just, nope. Ha. Right? Like, we didn't have fucking memes back then. We have memes and gifs. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's the thing too. Like, it's it's all about, I hate using the word clout, but it's all about the look. It's all about, it's all about all of that. So imagine being 15 and only having, only having 100 followers in the middle of a 600 person school. And all these shit is documented. Like, all my memories of shit is up here. I remember first name, last name, got smacked in the face with a fucking pop can by first name, last name, and ran out of B-Lunch crying. Pop. Everywhere. Nigga, the, the can exploded. Everywhere. It was open, but it was heavy. You know what I'm saying? That's in my head and my heart. 
I remember first name, last name. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I remember Eric last name and Tyler last name. They was sitting next to each other at lunch. All of a sudden, hands, hands, hands. That's in my head and my heart. You can't find it on nobody's IG feed. You know what I'm saying? You can't teach that. You can't teach. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? You can't teach that. Fucking hand-to-hand fights. Like, that's another reason why I, like, again, I'm old. But, like, my last fight wasn't documented. It wasn't recorded. But, like, what I look like being a grown man, I'd be like, yo, put the fucking phone down. Which is a completely legitimate request. Do not record this illegal activity. Put the phone down. But on one hand, I look corny to the people with the phone, with their phones out. And on the other hand, I can't lose. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I told you yeah, to put your phone fights. down. I remember fights in high school, dude. Fucking like, just be some, like, circle of people. Yeah. Not Everybody's living in the moment. Word of mouth. Yep, living in the moment. Word of mouth. Yikes, man. I did get one dude getting the shit slapped out of him on, on camera. That's on my IG. But, like, they negotiated that. That wasn't, like, that wasn't a fight. Yeah, I remember, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> he was just like, yeah, Happy New Year. So, yeah. Slap me. Yeah, wow. Yeah, he slapped shit out of that dude. Um, and then they celebrated. I don't know, man. That's your, that's your cousins. Um <laughs> Yo, I want to thank y'all for pressing play on episode 104 of the Hard Camera, T-H-C-C-I-V, and I'm your guy, <clears throat> your guy, Juve, J-U-V, just on your visual. I'm sitting here with my tag team partner, Big Ren, the legendary, and together we are the hybrid two. Big Ren, let me know I can reach on the social media as my guy. Got it, go. Y'all motherfuckers can find me up on Twitter and Instagram at a motherfucker a underscore m a a f h u c k a. And also, y'all can find me on fucking Snapchat at moffed up three sixteen m a a f f h h d u p three one six. Check it out, y'all. No doubt, hit me on Twitter and the instant grams at Juvie Desa, you know, J-U-V-I-D-E-S-A-Y-U-N-O. Check out me and Big Ren on the show page, both Instagram and the Twitters at The Hard Camera. Who to thunk it? Live coverage, live witticisms, little coverage, little predictions, little whatnot, here to forth, etc. And things of that nature, as always. Uh, but above all else, you're listening on a variety of different platforms. Some are listening on Spotify, some are listening on Anchor, some are listening on Google Podcasts, some are listening on Breaker, some are even listening on Radio Public. Tell the people you love, they will tell the people they like, it will get back around to you as if you didn't even start the rumor. Great content, heartwarming content, heartbuilding content, content that always pays the price of admission, content that will uh, hopefully help us pay our bills. Big Ren. So before we get into the recap of uh, Elimination Chamber, I wanted I wanted to talk about this news first. Uh, it broke today. Today, AEW signs Paul White, formerly the Big Show, now going by the government name. AEW signs Paul White. It's Big White. Big White. <laughs> yeah, signs Big White. Um, talk to me about it, man. What you think about it? Uh, big time meh. Really? Me, honestly. Okay. Like, I think it's cool. Um, I mean, I think it's cool. Just because, like, I think I recently heard that he was not happy with the way they were portraying him. Mm. Like, 
WWE, and like they, hey. and like I mean, I, I got in the comment section a little bit, and and how they kind of make fun of made fun of him a lot, you know. And I how many cars can you cry in? Yeah, you know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, this might be his biggest heel turn yet. <laughs> hey, listen. <laughs> Listen, of the 46, you got to pick one. This might be the one. Yeah. He wasn't uh, on tonight. No, no. So, and to dig in more to his role, so his primary role is going to be as a commentator for okay. AEW Dark Elevation. So, not Dark, but Dark Elevation, uh, which is going to be their YouTube show on Mondays. Uh, him and Tony Schiavone are going to be the commentators, um, which, you know, that's kind of a cool look. Yeah. That's kind of a cool look. He's still, I mean, they mentioned as well he's going to have his wrestling license, but, you know, his primary role is going to be a commentator. Um, I mean, listen, you know you know the wrestling community. We're quick to shit on anything. You know what I'm saying? When I first. 2.0, that's all I've been seeing today. Say it again. Oh, yeah, yeah, right, right. And it's like, dude, like, they didn't make the motherfucker sign. Bruh, yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. <laughs> when I saw it, I was, I was just really surprised. Mm-hmm. I didn't say meh. I didn't say yo. But I was really just surprised. I mean, he'd been, he'd been with the E f- since nineteen ninety nine, right? That's twenty two yeah. years. Um. So you would think he was one of those lifers. I mean, he was just at Survivor Series saluting the Undertaker. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you would think he was a lifer. Um. So for him to make this kind of a move. Um, I think on one hand, you know, speaks volumes about you know the the relationships WWE's having with their with their superstars. Um, but bigger than that, like for me, it lets the entire industry know that options. every listen there are options, and if you come in with the right talk, people gonna listen to that talk. I think it's a now. Of course, nothing is just gonna hurt Vince's bottom line. It ain't about that. But you remember when the pandemic started? Actually, you know, before the pandemic, when AEW was announced, they were signing all these deals, signing up all this talent, signing up all this talent. So they felt that wave coming. And then the pandemic started, and they you know cut a whole bunch of talent, cut a whole bunch of talent for bullshit reasons, whatever. But now that, you know, the pandemic, the pandemic hasn't subsided, but, like, people care less, so they want to bring fans around. But the product hasn't stopped. It hasn't slowed down. Um, AEW is teaming with Impact. They've teamed up with New Japan. This is a new, listen, this is a new wave. This is a new wave. And so we ain't, ever seen. we ain't never seen this before. You know what I'm saying? So people could talk shit about WCW 2.0. Um, I don't see that here. I've never seen that. And it's always the same dickhead saying that yeah. shit too in the comment threads. I mean, yeah. like, come on, dude. You're just, you're just over here waiting to see some news like that. Exactly. So oh. There's going to be a place for legends no matter where they go. There's going to be a place for legends. Um, so on screen or off screen? On screen, him being a commentator, him eventually going to the ring, whatever. But even off screen, like, that's 25 years of experience right there. He's definitely a good dude to have. Man, right? For all the big men, the Lance Archers, um, I'm what, the, 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 the Brian Cage, all the big men for one. But for two, even the little guys, he can go into the psychology of being a big man versus a little guy. 
or even just the general psychology of the business, 25 years of knowledge that that entire roster now has access to. And again, it's a kicking. It's a small kick in the ass. Not even. It's not a kick in the ass to Vince as much as it's a. It's it's a it's a it's a big microphone letting you know. Listen, anybody can get it. <laughs> yeah. oh, I you wonder know? if he had any idea that he was going to sign with AEW. I mean, he probably didn't have any idea that he was going to sign with AEW. Vince. Yeah. I don't know. His contract no was up, but he never he never answered that phone call. I think what I saw, and again, I didn't dig too deep, was that it really just came down to money. Like they couldn't, they couldn't come to terms on the money. Um, and listen, man, we may all love our jobs. I love my. Listen, I love my job. If I didn't get paid for it, though, what I'm gonna do? You know what I'm saying? So, especially with you know Paul White, he might have loved that atmosphere, or maybe he didn't love the atmosphere, but he loves the business. And if somebody talking that talk. With with you know what I'm saying, with 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 the them bill payers, he gonna get them bills paid. I mean, yeah, and like, and not saying there's not shit going on behind the scenes at AEW that we don't know about, but right. it definitely seems like we hear more about the financial standings and shit like that with WWE. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, fuck, maybe Tony Khan just got a fucking checkbook that never ends. You never know. I mean, listen, he his his he got more billions than Vince. Yeah, I so. mean, being part owner of the Jacksonville Jags, they'll get that there. You know what I'm saying, and whatever else they're involved in. So, um, and I and and I and I, of course I don't know Tony Khan, but I would imagine it's not just about throwing the money at these talents. I don't well, think yeah. he's just scooping up talent just to just to scoop it up. He's um, like, a long term. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Again, Paul White isn't going to be just, you know. Um, a wrestler. I mean, he's gonna be a commentator. He's gonna be, you know, giving knowledge to all these people. Plus, the change of pace might just be good for him. That's a whole roster of talent. Now he might be familiar with some, but that's a whole new farm system. He gets to help cultivate and kind of pass on knowledge to that maybe he just didn't have access to. Um, you know what I'm saying? Over on the Red Brand. So, interesting times. You caught it. You caught it. Interesting times. But uh, as we push forward, man, so we had WWE Elimination Chamber 2021 this past Sunday. Uh, before we get into the breakdown of the show, man, Big Ren, you went four of four. Huh? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I said, I said, Big huh? Ren, <clears throat> oh, I'll get it right. I said, Big Ren, you went four of four. Taking your your total to 78 out of 122, 63.93%. Go ahead, stroke the beer. That's okay. Uh, You got Juve. I went 3 of 4. 3 of 4. Taking me to 75 of 122, 61.47%. Don't trip, man. We got three big shows left, dog. Don't get comfy. (laughs) Don't get too comfy. Don't get comfy. We got Fast Lane. We got Revolution. We got Mania. Mania's going to have like 26 matches on there. Don't get comfy, my guy. I'm on your heels. I'm on your neck. Um, overall, man, what did you think of the show? It was all right. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, it was okay. I mean, one of them was obviously pretty predictable, I thought. Especially when it started rolling. Mm-hmm. Okay. We'll get into um, Chamber matches were tight, but uh, yeah, it was uh, 
it was alright. Yeah. Okay. I give it. Yeah, I give it a thumbs up, man. It was a nice compact watch. It wasn't overtly long. Uh oh. Yes. Yes. The Ren pissing segment. Yes. That all it like we need like music for this. Like <laughs> it's music to oh, my it's ears. Ren pissing segment. <laughs> <laughs> It's definitely music to my ears. Uh, I got the headphones in. This is surround sound. Um, yes. Um, but no, man, it was it was cool. Nice little compact watch, man. It wasn't too overly long. Um, they've done really well with kind of keeping these shows, you know. I was expe- I was expecting a three-hour show. Uh, but, yeah, about two and a half, maybe 240. It wasn't too exhaustive of a watch. Um yeah, I'm not mad, man. The pandemic era shows we've talked about it before. You know what they lack in actual fan participation. And while I'm not exactly the biggest fan of like piped in chants, <laughs> piped in noise, um, I imagine that helps with you know the the superstars' directions of how to move their matches, and it does add to the experience um, if you take your mind off of that part. Um, yeah. So you know it is what it is. But yeah, I thought the show was straight, man. Um, Let's start. Where do you want to start? Let's start with the lighter matches. We'll get into the the, the championship matches in a bit. Um, so you got this right, man. Uh, Keith Lee was uh, out with an injury, supposedly. So John Morrison took his spot, and uh, we have a new United States champion in your guy. Uh, don't call me Matt Riddle. Bro. Good call there, bro. Uh, I mean, like, yeah. Once, once we've seen. Bobby kind of get thrown out. I was like, okay, yeah, it's it's perfect sense. Yeah, makes perfect sense for John Morrison to just take the pin. Yeah, and this is the perfect scenario. We talked about it last week too. This is a perfect scenario where he can lose without losing because he has been ripping up everything that walks. Um, even the, even that match, like he didn't he didn't get beat. Like no. he he just happened to be out of the ring. Where he was out of the ring, but that entire match was a showcase for him <laughs> and his ass whooping abilities. <laughs> and uh, got next for old Bobby. Listen, man. Um, I mentioned last week he will be champion by SummerSlam. It might be sooner than that, uh, which will probably I think it will be too. Uh, which we'll talk more. We'll talk a little bit more into now, but or, uh, a little later. But just to touch on a little bit, um, pause if need be. That uh, I I remember this is kind of like the I, I, Randy Orton esque. I remember this is sixteen. What did he, when did he win? Oh four, seventeen years ago, before he beat Benoit for the title. The month before he was the Intercontinental Champion. The month before, and he was coming off like a seven month, eight month reign, which is uh, record setting ish. Uh, it was a longer reign than than most in that era. Um. They got they got that belt off of him, and by the next month, he was the youngest champ ever. So, I mean, wonder how they're gonna do this one. Yeah, because we'll definitely get to the 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 bit of a bit of a mess that they've got to sort through in order to make that happen. We'll get there in a bit, but I liked it. I liked it, the triple threat match, man. Bobby Lashley's been. been Beating ass, man. Uh, there's no really like special finesse way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking people up. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Um, let's talk about this match. This match wasn't even announced when we recorded. 
Um, Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair falling to Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler for women's tag team title match, uh, tag team titles. What do you think about that? It, I think it needed to happen. Yeah. Kind of, cause I'm, we, like, it's obviously gotta be, it's gonna be Bianca and Sasha mm-hmm. mania. Black girl magic mania. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, they kind of said, it. I mean, Sasha just fucked that all up, you know? Yeah, well, Reginald, but Sasha shouldn't know him better. Yeah, yeah, you know. They so, make I mean, baby faces it, so dumb sometimes. Yeah. Like, come on, man. Wake up. Like, wake up. <laughs> he hands you the bottle. You know you're not going to use the bottle. Just ignore the bottle. Like, what are you doing? Anyway, but yeah. Um, I thought the match was cool itself. They have a tendency, though, to, like, get in their own way about things. And I got to compare this to literally a year ago because in some downtime, I watched most of NXT TakeOver Portland, which was last year. Do you remember Do you remember the women's title match that year That in that show? It was a year ago. I'm just throwing it out. It was Rhea Ripley versus Bianca Belair. However, they were already starting the Charlotte Flair story to WrestleMania. To where we knew that there was no possible way Bianca Belair was about to beat Rhea Ripley. Now the match was fine; it was great. However, between them just doing the Oscar Charlotte title switch and the fact that we've got a women's tag team title match scheduled next week on NXT <laughs> that they've already did promos for, there's no way to expect that those titles are going to change hands. No, I. I, I mean, I think the only reason they put that on there was for just Sasha and Bianca, even though they were going to lose. And losing the Oscar, uh, Oscar Lacey Evans match, too, I think, as yeah. well. But, yeah. But it's like, if yeah, if that was something you planned, and from a lot of accounts, it seems like the planning isn't there like it used to be in past eras. Like, they would have the Mania Man event scheduled in November. But... Like if if that was something you're gonna plan, then then build that story a little more smoothly instead of getting in your own way when we already know you've got a women's tag team title match scheduled for next week, and that you started that build for. You know what I mean? Um, that mark away from it. Yeah, the match is cool. I'm down for anything Sasha and Bianca do. Like, yeah. um, I really wonder how they're gonna tell this story. Are they gonna? I think it's too soon to turn either one of them. Oh yeah. Um, so I guess the competitive nature aspect, and plus, man, I just don't want to see like, I, I just want to see Black Girl Magic. You know what I'm saying? Rain. I want him to <laughs> hug. I want him to hug it out after a long, hard fought battle at Mania. Maybe that's when we'll get the turn. You know who I want to see turn? Cause she ain't doing nothing except being Lana's magical black friend. Naomi. Naomi. That'll probably happen. Let let, let her make that move over to listen. Jimmy Uso's on he's on the mend. I keep saying it. The hurt business, that was one thing. I'm over that now. I want to see her with the family. I want to yeah. see her at the table. So let her share a moment with maybe not at Mania, but you know, let her share a moment with Bianca and Sasha and then yeah, you know I mean. Boop boop. Boop 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 boop. Boop. <laughs> Big <laughs> Uh, I'm with it. I'm with it, man. Uh, moving forward, let's go with. There were no other matches, right? Just the chamber matches, right? Yeah. 
Just the same matches. Uh, which one would you like more? Uh, the first one. SmackDown. Yeah, the SmackDown, yeah. Me too. Me Cesaro's too. out there fucking shutting shit down. What a showcase. What a showcase for him. Give that dude a fucking run. Listen, man. I, listen, after Mania, I, I could see him being one of those just, you know, after Mania challengers. Who they pose as a threat, but, I mean, you know, you don't really see him winning it but yeah 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 yeah. um yeah he got in there busting ass man he was swinging people in the in the steel chain walls and uh i really like the spot they did with jimmy not jimmy uh jay uso slamming the door into kevin owen's arm that was rough that was really rough that was really rough and then eating mad super kicks to the face I can't believe Orton got up out of there as quick as he did. Or no, yeah. that was the next one. That was a raw but, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, it was good, man. Got <laughs> got Baron Corbin up out of there asapsually. Asapsually. I, I mean, like, we all knew Daniel Bryan was going to win that one. We did correct correctly predict that, yes. But, I mean, you can't even really call the, the match after that a match. Well, yeah, it was, yeah, and we knew that was going to be basic storytelling storytelling purposes. Um, You know what? That's kind of a thing, too. So, yeah, Daniel Bryan wins it, and, I mean, we know the story of Daniel Bryan. Um, I like how they teased that. I like how, like, the main thing about Roman Reigns is is his ego. It's all ego. So, if he's been slighted in the slightest... He he flips that switch, right? So he thought he had homie dead to rights. He put him in that. He put him in the yes light. Now there's no way he was gonna tap. We knew he wasn't gonna tap. But for him to even feel like, cause I'm like that. I'm like that. You're not gonna get one over on me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So for him to feel like he had someone get something over on him, and then flip up. I love it. I love it. Cause listen, them forearms to the face. Don't just forearm me in my face, dog. <laughs> you know what I mean? So we have our mania main event as of now. It is official. Ooh. Not a fan? No. Talk to me about it. Why that? I just think it's I mean Ah, oh, dog. It should be Daniel Bryan. Yeah? It should totally be Daniel Bryan. <laughs> Yes, yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, and we talked about that with Manny. I definitely agree. Th- my issue now, because we've created a story now with Daniel Bryan, and which I thought was going to happen anyway. Whoever won the chamber match was going to get the next title match at Fastlane because they weren't going to win. It wasn't going to be a fair match, right? So now my issue is later on in chamber, Michael Cole. It's official. Edge versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. Totally making whatever happens at Fastlane, whatever they book for Fastlane, completely null and void. Nothing that you have to watch. So whatever... (laughs) He said, I might not. Right? So whatever great story they're going to come up with between those two, Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns, which is going to be a great story, which is the story we wanted to see at Mania. It's going to be a great story. We know it's damn near pointless to get any kind of involved and invested in. Oh, yeah. 
the nuance is gone. The emotional content is gone. They'll have a great match. And there are going to be those moments where you're like, oh, uh, but like deep down, you kind of you kind of know, you know. I mean, there's no way they swerve us. No. We get, I mean, well, I mean, like, I'm straight up, though. I mean, Daniel Bryan versus Edge. Well, what does Roman Reigns do? I'm saying. All right. Mean- <laughs> <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? That title is pinned to his heart. And I think it's more of a story. I mean, listen, you can do Daniel Bryan and Edge later on, and Daniel Bryan can. Um, I mean, listen, Edge. He's 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 you know babyface comeback, but deep down he's still Edge, right? The ultimate see, opportunity. I was getting that was like they both came back from life threatening injuries mm-hmm. type of thing, you know. So like for both them get up in the ring and fight each other, be kind of tight. Listen, I I would I wouldn't mind seeing like after Mania, Edge comes and. I don't know. Maybe you get like a tag match, Edge and Daniel Bryan versus whoever, and then Edge turns on Daniel Bryan, and you get that other side of old man Edge. You know what I'm saying? That side that never left him. You know what I'm saying? And you could build a (laughs) right, right. You know what I'm saying? You build a hell of a story off that. Imagine that going into SummerSlam. Hell of a match for SummerSlam, right? Um, so I could see that. But yeah, so it's like you know, Fastlane is just, and we know these two shows. Are time wasters overall, placeholders, but they had some good storytelling in the yeah. overall chamber uh, pay per view. So, I mean, yeah, yeah, but it's official. Uh, Edge and Roman Reigns at, at WrestleMania. Um, I'm looking to see. I'm looking forward to that mic work. Oh yeah, definitely looking forward to that mic work. So, uh, pushing forward, man. We had the Raw Elimination Chamber. Uh, Drew McIntyre came out as the man. Let's talk about the match first. What did you think of it? It wasn't as good as the SmackDown one. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that seems to be the way things have been for a little bit now. It's <laughs> Anyways, the, It's officially the B-Show. Yeah. It's the B-Show now. Uh, I couldn't believe Orton got knocked up out of there as fast as he did. Mm-hmm. And I can't believe AJ Styles... Was the last dude up in there with last Drew guy. McIntyre? True, true. He's got a claim to stake. I mean, he could, yeah, he could stake a claim um, to to a title shot. He never really got his one on one shot. And then again, neither did Sheamus. Um, I did like that bro kicking midair, or not the bro kicking midair, but the uh, he did hit a bro kicking midair on somebody, didn't he? Yeah. Was it Kofi? I think it was Styles. Was it Styles? I know Drew hit the Claymore in midair on Styles. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But either way, either way, I, I liked it. Um, I mean, there was not much doubt in this match either. It was just kind of like, hey, we have the chamber. Let's put six guys in it, you know. Yeah, I mean, they could have had a good fucking singles match which is Drew and Sheamus, but whatever. You know what? They really could have. And then, listen, well, I mean, well, Oscar ain't been doing shit for about seven months now, so maybe she a Raw win. on the last two pay-per-views. Saying so maybe a raw women's title match in the chamber wouldn't have been a, a good idea. But maybe listen, instead of instead of uh, the tag title match, put Sasha in the chamber with with uh, with, with five other competitors on SmackDown. Bianca Belair already has her shot. She doesn't have to be in it. She ain't got to be in it. She already has her shot. Um, so that may have made for better better content. Um, so yeah, but yeah, the match was what it was. 
But now the aftermath. We're not talking Dr. Dre. So, I didn't watch the show live because I had a show. But um, you texted me, and you said, uh, "Let me know when you let me know when you finish." And yeah. I got another text. Hey, did you watch? And so when I watched the show, and then I saw Bad Bunny slap the shit out of Miz, and I saw MVP talking to Miz, and I thought about the text. I'm like, okay. I see it coming. <laughs> I see it I mean, coming. I didn't say nothing to my text. No, I you mean, didn't. I- you didn't. And nobody did. Nobody did. But you get enough text saying nothing. And if you've been watching, like, the, the not not just as long as we've been watching, but the way we watch as well, I kind of I seen it coming. Now, I didn't know it was going to be as violent as it was. <laughs> I didn't know it was going to be as violent as it was. And I like that it wasn't just, oh, he had a tough match. Let me cash in. He had a tough match. Then got his ass. Boop, bop, beep, bop. Skibbity, beep, bop. You know what I'm saying? By Bobby Lashley. And then Miz comes in with the cash in. Um, What do you think about it? Miz is our champion. Talk to me. I like it better than Drew McIntyre. Yeah, tell me, tell me about it. I'm just not a fucking fan of Drew McIntyre, man. Yeah. Like he, I don't think he's all that in the ring. Mm. I don't. I think he sucks on the mic. Mm, talk that shit. I mean, the Miz, he kills it on the mic for years. You know, for years, yeah. I mean, I remember watching his like Road Rules. Nigga, real I, was, world, I was about to say like, the same uh, shit. He like was his, a, uh, you know, he sent in like talking in the mirror, hitting promos. He's up in the he's up in the loft with Coral, call himself the Miz and doing Ultimate Warrior impressions. Yeah, <laughs> Can you imagine Coral was like, "Yo, what is this? Get the f- Ohio nigga, beat it." Coral was sexy. Um, anyway, but yes, <laughs> I digress. Um, so what did they do with the title? What did, what did they do with the title, man? We got one show between Mania. Like, again, we mentioned Bobby Lashley. I think he'll be champion by SummerSlam, maybe even sooner. Um, and maybe it's too soon to even predict it. But, like, does... Okay, let's start here. Title match next week. Lashley, Miz, next week. Do we have a new champ? I don't think so. Me neither. Me neither. I think it's way too soon. I think there's going to be somewhere that Miz gets out of it, actually. Word. Like, without even actually having a match. You think Drew gets involved? I mean, I think that'll, yeah, I think that's what's going to happen. Drew. Yeah. Because we're also on a collision course with <laughs> Miz and Morrison versus Damian Priest and Bad Bunny. I think that's... that's right. So we still got to get the title off Duke. And still create that feud for Mania. That's what they're going to do at fucking Fastlane. They'll, keep, they'll make us watch. Yeah. Um. So how did we get there? Does Drew get his Mania moment in front of fans? The one that they wanted last year? Or does Lashley get a Mania moment, even as a heel? I think Lashley gets a Mania moment. You think Lashley takes it at Mania? Now, who does he take it from? Shit. 
Right. Because they got to get it off Miz so he can he can do the job for Bad Bunny. So do you get it off Miz and put it on McIntyre for one month and then have him lose it again? Or you give it to Lashley for one month to get his moment so he can lose it in front of 40,000 fans and a few cutouts? Hopefully... Hopefully they give it to Lashley mm-hmm. at Fastlane. Yeah, and then Drew wants to wants to try to get it back, and then we'll have them both at WrestleMania, and Lashley wins. Lashley's doing a shitload better than fucking Drew McIntyre is right now. His ass kickings are way more believable and way more entertaining. Yes, they are. And his mic skills are ten times better. And he ain't even got to talk. Person. He can let MVP do the talking. Drew's just super monotoned, like, about everything. It's whack. Yeah. Yeah. I did see the... Uh, I should have sent you this, because I always neglect sending you cool things. Um, last year, after the initial Lashley-McIntyre feud, MVP said that... Uh, he said, when McIntyre loses the championship, I will be personally responsible. Oh. Nice little bit of continuity. Not with sending the whole, like, Randy Orton thing. You say what? One storyline they fucking followed up with. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not with sending the whole, like, Randy Orton thing. Um, That never happened. That never happened. But, uh, so, nice little bit of continuity there. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see it, man. The the Money in the Bank briefcase has been muddy, mucky, kind of muddied things up. Um, They got your boy Otis out of here, man. That's kind of sad. That's kind of sad. Like... You could have been... Been greatness. High key, high key. Like he didn't even have to. He didn't even have to cash in successfully. But oh. yeah, man, working man. He was when he won me over. Like he won me over. I thought Duke was nah. I was like, yo, get him out of here. He won me over. And then his partner turned on him. His partner's on. We ain't seen his partner since. Oh. And then he turned heel. Like makes he, no sense. He had one of the one of the sexy blondes on, on his arm that Vince loved so much. Uh, Vince took her. <laughs> yeah, sent her packing. Yeah, yeah. R.I.P. Damn, that's sad, man. But yeah, we got a lot of uh, a lot of stuff to untangle between now and Mania, man. Two months away from the uh, the showcase of the Immortals. They still call it the showcase of the Immortals. I don't know. I don't know. We'll say it here. We'll say it here. That's a cool. That's kind of. It's <laughs> kind of a cool tagline. Kind of a cool tagline. But uh, yeah. What else is going on? Uh, wow. Yeah. Wait. We gotta touch on this, man. Um, I gotta say this and say it loud. Only Bobby Fish can save us now. Shit. <laughs> that ain't gonna happen. Dog. Like. Again, we talked about it months ago. We seen this coming months ago. The breakup was coming. I loved how, you know, Roderick Strong was caught in the middle. Like, yo, what are you doing? I love I love the the promo, how Adam was like, yo, like, I'm sorry, guys. I love how Roddy was like, listen, Duke, that's my guy, too. You my guy. That's my guy. Homie's coming for you. I love how Finn got involved and was not, listen, was with the shits instantly. <laughs> Mushed homie. Mushed him. Got right with the shits. But then Roddy, you know, he's like, yes, and my guy is wrong. My guy is still wrong. I don't fuck with you like that. So you got to get these beats. 
got the beats. Adam Cole's crying in the ring, and then damn dog, low blow hurt around the Capitol Wrestling Center, man. Hit him with the low blow and the super case. I go ahead. No, I I just wasn't expecting it. He played me, dude. He played us all. He played us all. I wasn't expecting it when the segment started. I did expect it once, like, they went head-to-head. Like, he put his head in, like, dog, you're my brother. Yeah, I, I love you. Ryder Shaw has a real, like, fratty vibe about him, doesn't he? Yes. He's very, like, small-town frat boyish. <laughs> like, I can't explain it. I can't even explain it. Never, never ever seen shit. Goes off to a big college. Instantly joins a frat. Bruh. Bruh. He tried to be his own man, and then he bought all the way in. But he still he still is who he is. He sounds he sounds like Steve Janowski whenever he talks. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah. Oh damn, man. So the main event scene is booming. It's booming. You got Roger Strong, who uh, admittedly isn't as charismatic, but can clearly fucking go in the ring. He's got a certain intensity about him. Kyle O'Reilly, who we've seen, is 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 certainly capable. Um, Adam Cole is Adam Cole. Finn Balor is Finn Balor. But only Bobby Fish can save us now, dog. What's he do back? I don't know, man, but he's like the Ja Rule of this situation. We <laughs> where's, where's Bobby? Where's Bobby? Yeah, man. Things are heating up, man. Um, Where did the whole carrying cross... Escobar feud start. Like why? Just talking shit, you know. And, and it was like, I know DQ match. Yeah. Okay. Well, all right. I guess that's all it takes. That's all it takes. Um, yo, did you? <laughs> Isaiah Swerve Scott chooses violence every morning. Every morning, he wakes just, up, w- big old spoonful <laughs> of violence. Wakes up and chooses violence every morning because the way he kicked Leon Ruff in the face, that shit hurt. And then tossed him multiple places with reckless abandon. Uh, yeah, it was a little uncomfortable. It was a little uncomfortable. They're just throwing that little dude around. Yes, yeah, it was kind of uncomfortable. Uh, Zai Lee. Uh, Kicked Casey Canizaro's leg off. Like, the whole leg is gone. I seen it. That's gone. That's she, really pretty nasty. Listen, man, she got next, man. Yeah. She got oh, yeah. next. Oh, she got next. That's crazy. Uh, speaking of next, Io Shirai will be taking on Tony Storm in a couple weeks. Uh, Tony Storm is the coolest. Yeah. She's super cool. Uh, she'll be uh, taking the one, two, three to a botched moonsault here pretty soon. For uh, sure. For sure. Um, what else is happening? Uh, Austin Theory has Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> Boy, yeah, we're going to get, get that feud here in a little bit. Austin and Johnny. Boy, got a good case of the Stockholm. Uh, yikes, that's crazy. Andy Hartwell thinks Dexter Loomis is hot. Um, it's crazy. It's what it is. So they got their stories going. Man, we haven't seen uh, Tommaso Ciampa and Timothy Thatcher yet since their loss. Yeah. We've not seen them since their loss, so I wonder what they're uh, what they're brewing up. Uh, the Grizzly Young Veterans doing that thing. They they won me over at Takeover. I'm, I'm going to continue to keep an eye on them. Uh, that's great to see. Um, 
Killian Dane. Um, very, very, very low-key Easter egg. Um, Alexander Wolf and Killian Dane were once part of Sanity together. Uh, they, really? Yep, yep, yep. They've definitely went their separate ways. Alexander Wolf, part of uh, Imperium, and uh, Killian Dane is partnering with uh, uh, Drake Straight. Maverick. They had a little, uh, little minor confrontation in the in the in the back there. So we'll see how that goes. Um, NXT's running on, on on a few cylinders, man. Running on a few cylinders. They're picking uh, it up. They're picking it up, man. They are picking it up. Um, over on the other black and gold channel. Um, did you see? So did you did you see Sting? Yes. What'd you think? Cinematic matches. Listen, listen, my guy. <laughs> like, come on, man. <laughs> For one, listen, man. Throw some water on that on that head of yours. Looking crazy. Um. And yeah, moving a little slow. Moving yeah, that a little. splash was uh, more of a drop. The punches, the kicks. Moving a little slow, buddy. I'm looking forward to the cinematic match because we already know that's what it's going to be. <sighs> they might need it. There's, there's no way they're going to risk him. I would hope not. I would hope not. I mean, uh, apparently he's been fully cleared. Still, fuck all that. Still, that was that was a little, a little tough, a little tough to see, moving yeah. at uh moving at half speed. Honestly, honestly, maybe they're going to decide if it's going to be a cinematic match or not from the way they performed on Wednesday. True. True enough. True enough. Um, so yeah, that'll be that'll be interesting to see. Um, Chris Jericho and MJF up the stakes. They made it a little a little, little, little extra personal. Fucked up uh, Daddy Buck. Fucked up Papa Buck, man. They threw <laughs> threw his face off both sons' faces on the wall. On the truck. Left that boy bloody. Um I will say this. I was watching for this. I was waiting for this, and I'm really glad that they went another way. You know how shit like that happens when, you know, like the good guys are in the ring and they're watching their friend get beat down and they're just in the ring making faces. Oh, oh, what? I'm glad that they didn't do that. Yeah. I'm glad that when they cut back to the ring, the Bucks were gone. They went to go save their daddy. I was with that. I really like that. That small touch. Uh, a little more realism there. Uh, what else happened, man? Uh, Lance Archer defeated Ray Phoenix to uh, get a shot in the face of the TNT uh, face of TNT ladder match or revolution. That'll be fun. That'll be really, really fun. Um, what else happened? Uh, Kenny Omega, he's, he's great with a hammer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> great with a hammer. Uh, as he puts together the, uh, the stuff, the, the, the exploding barbed wire match. That's going to be a that's spectacle. Be yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's going to be, yeah, that's the word. <laughs> That is the word for it. Goodness gracious. Um, and then next week, you know, we've got FCR versus Jurassic Express. But more than that, man, we've got Shaq. Shaq and Jade Cargill taking on Cody and Red Velvet. Um, I don't know how that's going to go. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm excited to see it or not. I don't know either. Like, I know Shaq has been a lifelong fan, but Shaq is also Shaq. So I don't want him to do, like, Shaq things. Shaq things. Like, I don't want him to make a mockery of the art form. Like, AW is in a great spot with the TNT partnership. 
And so Shaq, him from being a lifelong fan, also working for TNT, this it's kind of a no-brainer. But don't mess it up. Like Don't get on the top rope. Don't get on any of the ropes. Don't get on any of the ropes. <laughs> and if you are going to get on the ropes, don't Snoop Dogg it. Dude. <laughs> Golly, don't Snoop Dogg it. He was scared. Bruh. Like, climbing the ropes was tough. He had to get his footing. Like, imagine being... Imagine being a, someone who's wrestled for 15 years and you gotta you gotta lay here and wait for Snoop to jump off the top rope. <laughs> like, yeah, man. So this will be interesting. I almost consider putting a number on it with you, but I just kind of threw that out there. Might be a little late, but I don't know how that's gonna go. I don't know how it's gonna go, but we're on the road to mania. We're on the road to revolution. Um, next week, we will be back next week, breaking down the entire AEW Revolution card. That's going to be fun. That's going to be fun. That's going to be really good. When I just remembered Hangman Page and, and Matt Hardy, uh, the Bill Nat, they got the, uh, Casino Royale Tag Team Battle Royal brewing up at Revolution. So, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be great. It's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one. So, we'll definitely, uh... Be here live and in living color, breaking that down for you next week. But uh, let's get up out of here, my guy. Big Red Love, not I can reach you on the social medias, dog. Yeah, let me go. You guys can find me on both Twitter and Instagram at a motherfucker, a underscore m a a f h u c k a. Then y'all can also find me on Snapchat at moffed up three sixteen m a a f f h h. D-U-P-3-1-6. Check it out. 316. Hit me on Twitter and the Instagrams at Juvie Desayuno. That's J-U-V-I-D-E-S-A-Y-U-N-O. Check out me at Big Ren on the show page on Twitter, on the Instagrams at The Hard Camera. Who would have thunk it? Uh, live coverage, live witticisms, predictions, whatnot, heretoforth, and a little bit of etc. But above all else, you're listening to us on a variety of different platforms. Some are listening on Spotify, some are listening on Anchor, some are listening on Google Podcasts, some are listening on Breaker, and some are even listening on Radio Public. Wherever you're listening, tell the people you love, they will tell the people that they like, it'll come back around to you as if you didn't start the rumor yourself. Heartwarming content, heart-building content, content that always pays the price of admission, content that is the price of admission, content that will helpfully help us pay our bills. Woo! Say that three times fast. <laughs> I am the guy, Juve, <laughs> J-U-V, the Sunny Visual, sitting here with my tag team partner, as always, Big Ren, the Legendary. Together we are the Hybrid 2. Until next time, we will see y'all next time adios amigos salute